Guys, I'm eating junk and watching rubbish. We're talking Home Alone. Hit it. It was 1990. Margaret Thatcher announced her resignation as British Prime Minister. Bon Jovi had a blaze of glory. Twin Peaks premiered on ABC. And Kevin McAllister defended his home from the wet bandits. I'm your host, Jerry D., with another episode of Totally Rad Christmas, the podcast that talks all things Christmas in the 80s. Toys, movies, specials, music, and fads. If it was gnarly during Christmas in the 80s, we got it covered. Joining me is a Totally Rad Christmas all-star. From episode two on the Time Life Treasury and episode 10 on Mega Man, my brother Danny. Danny, how's it going? Hey, hey, hey. What's up? Totally Red Christmas in the house. <laughs> How you doing? Doing good, man. Just excited. I saw Home Alone twice in preparation for this episode. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> and let me just say, still holds up. So it, I don't think it's ever going to not hold up. It's yeah. so good. Yeah, so freaking good. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's one of those where like it's not Christmas unless I see, you know, Joe Pesci get his head <laughs> blown by a blowtorch. <laughs> oh, I oh my god, his face on that part is so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That's there's so many lines also that we can pick for the the impression part. Oh, I know. <laughs> when he gets yeah yeah okay sorry. Oh man, or uh, or uh, yeah, when when the the tarantula's on his on his face, <laughs> his scream there is like the most authentic movie scream I've ever yes. heard. <laughs> yes, I've never heard anything like it. It, it should go down uh, in history with the Wilhelm scream. It's, <laughs> I agree. It's, it's that good. Harry, <laughs> don't move. <laughs> oh my gosh you're so good that Wolf, was so good Wolf, what are you doing Wolf? <laughs> uh, jerry i don't even want to participate in the oh, anything on, you're too good you're too good <laughs> oh man no but it's 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 one of those that i remember seeing it i think we saw it in the theater i just i remember it was like always we we always had to put it on Mm-hmm. Like, like we, it, it would just we, every Christmas we had to watch, it. and I think we'd watch mm-hmm. it sometimes like once or twice, uh, just because yeah. it's so fun. Yeah, it is so much fun, and uh, and now it's like so nostalgic. Just hearing the music, uh, just I don't know, it warms me up inside, and it makes me feel like Christmas. Uh, just yeah, hearing maybe. any piece of music, any piece of music from the movie is so nostalgic and. It's so funny because the, uh, you know, of course the score was done by John Williams and, and that, that theme is like so iconic, you know? Yeah. 
because he he wrote somewhere that in my somewhere memory, in my memory. Or, yeah. Do, 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 do. You know, but then it kind of segs into that other theme, you know, that, which is almost like the burglar theme or something. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as you hear it, it's like, oh, this is going to be good every time. Yeah. The intro, for some reason, though, the intro, I always, whenever I would watch it, I would get scared. <laughs> like it's, it's scary uh, <laughs> a little bit <laughs> yeah the music and then the i don't know if it's i don't know if i'm remembering correctly but it's like uh the house yeah uh, and then like a uh like a darkness outside or something like that i'm not well, sure but well it's all black and and so yeah. they focus on the you know it's as the, the theme is going you know the home alone logo kind of appears and there's a little house yeah the logo. yeah yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, you're right. It's you know it it sets it up, and um, it's just I love it because it's on what the Celesta maybe or the uh, it might be a Glockenspiel, but you know you just you just uh-huh. hear, hear that you know, and then of course the flutes are doubling, and then uh, you get that classic uh, John Williams, you know, on clarinet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's something like oh that. Oh my gosh, it's brilliant. Um, <laughs> I mean, honestly, we could probably make an episode. We could do an episode just the on the score. Yeah, but it would be like a three-parter just on the score. We could for real. Yeah, just uh, breaking we it won't, down. We won't. Sorry, everybody, we're music nerds. We might later. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I know. I know what you mean. It's like I remember every time it would come on, it was like like it would get me a little bit anxious. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. The anxiety would start kicking in. Yeah, you know, and then it kind of just it it dissolves, you know, into the house, and yeah, and then the kids are just running around, and Joe Pesci's there. <laughs> Joe Pesci's there in his cop costume, you know. He's like, "Hey, hey, excuse me, excuse me," you know. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. That part is so freaking hilarious, man. <laughs> I was laughing my butt off just watching the like the kids are like going crazy. Nobody's paying attention to him. Uh, the the one kid I don't know if it's Pete and Pete or the other kid that throws the Pete and Pete throws the, the duffel bag the, yeah. the duffel bag right at his feet and doesn't care that he's there. all these kids are so spoiled and I know he's awful. like a cop <laughs> <laughs> they have no cares in the world see it like it's it's kind of difficult because it it uh like it shows this like uh I don't know if it's upper class or if it's like upper middle class it's probably upper class. Yeah. I think it's that's pretty upper to me. Yeah. I mean, they're they can afford to buy everyone a trip to Paris. That's yeah, that's that's true. pretty high dollar. That's true. Yeah. That's, but like that's we're a good, supposed like, to associate what, with them. And eight hundred dollar ticket, maybe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so like, there's you know, there's part of me that's like, oh, these kids, oh, this this rich family. But then they do such a good job of like actually, it doesn't matter. You you grow to love the family anyway. That's true. Yeah, they so. they do kind of ground them. I maybe upper middle. I don't know. Yeah, no, I think you're right. It's upper, definitely. Well, yeah, the kids, they're just going crazy. And, of course, he's, like, <laughs> trying to get their attention. But I think in, uh, and we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. We haven't even really talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jerry. No, it's so good. It's it's one of those where, like, I just want to talk about it, like, forever. Uh, but I know your experience with Home Alone, but, uh, you know, the listeners don't. So what is your experience with Home Alone? <laughs> Okay, what is my experience with Home Alone? This is actually really difficult for me to answer. Um, How dare you? <laughs> well, because uh, like I, I just remember always watching it. I don't remember the first experience. Yeah. I don't remember watching it in the theater. I just know you watch it at Christmas. And 
I have a, like when I think of it, I always think of you because <laughs> I think I'm remembering correctly that you're the same age as Macaulay Culkin. I am. Yeah. And yeah, I couldn't Culkin. believe it because you were like in, I had I that know, jacket, the brown jacket that he has. That big coat. Oh, I didn't know the brown that. one. I had that. <laughs> <laughs> but like, he looked like such a small kid. But you were like fifth grade or something, or I don't remember. And like, well, so it didn't yeah. make sense to me that you looked so big and he looked so tiny, but you were the same age. Well, because we were both ten, but we were playing it. Uh, he was playing an eight-year-old, is what it was. Right, right, uh, right, right, right. Uh, well, and yeah, I know what you mean. Your your big siblings and parents and everything, they always look bigger. When you're yeah, there. maybe that was it. <laughs> but yeah. so I don't remember my experience. I just, I just have always loved the movie. Um, I just remember seeing him in that coat and thinking, I have that coat because I hated wearing <laughs> that coat because it had that hood on the back. But then when I saw him wearing it, I didn't feel so bad. <laughs> oh my gosh that's awesome i, I did like, not hey, know that <laughs> if, if i can if i can if he can defend you know his his house and and he's wearing that that dumb coat then uh i can wear this <laughs> dumb coat to school and be proud of it too <laughs> oh heck yeah yeah i actually i do have uh some co- some interesting connection and that's that at some point i got home alone the board game oh uh, yeah uh, I don't know if it was for my birthday, if it was for Christmas, but I must have really loved the movie when I was younger. And I got the board game, which is probably one of the worst board games ever made. <laughs> but but you played it with me. I don't. I'm sure David did too. Probably. Uh, my big brothers were gracious enough to humor me, and <laughs> and play this awful board game. But we had fun. I, I mean, I think I remember having fun with it. And I remember later on, because um, it uh, on that board game, it had like a. a not cartoon, but it um, like a characterized uh, or a cartoon style mm-hmm. of, of Macaulay Culkin mm-hmm. hands on his face. <laughs> yeah, and, that's and right. I remember drawing it, and uh, oh wow! And I still have the drawing. <laughs> oh my gosh, you got to post that. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was when I was making like my own little uh, superhero team or something. It was, like, <laughs> it was. It was dumb. I, I didn't have much of an imagination, so his name, the detective's name, was Jerry Zaps. Oh yeah, I remember that. I remember that. And uh, but anyway, yeah. I remember one of his his uh, his like I don't know teammates was Kevin McAllister. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Ke- dude, Kevin McAllister is legit superhero. I mean, for real, down... I mean, he could survive like two you know, two yeah. attempts on his life from the wet bandits. wet bandits, sticky bandits, sticky bandits. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, but uh, all I know. Yeah, is- so- Oh, go ahead. I was you know, I was gonna say all I know is, uh, yeah, he was cool enough to be on my team. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I would take him too. Yeah, I know. I remember seeing this one in the theater. Uh, it was at Cinema Six, I think that uh, okay. the movie Six there in like across from the mall on the Plaza Mall there. Okay. I think that's where we saw it, if I re- remember correctly. Um, and then I just remember the next year we like bought it because we we wanted mm-hmm. it so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was so good. yeah i mean it's so good i just don't have that memory anymore but uh or i don't know if i ever have that ever had that memory um but yeah i would definitely i think i remember wanting the, the video of it so it was just i remember we had the vhs tape for the longest time <laughs> oh yeah where does this one rank on like your your top like 10 christmas movies is it up there or is it like in the middle or I don't remember if we talked about this on the last one. I have a, let me see. 
I don't know if I can. It's definitely top five. I got It's a Wonderful Life, uh, which I have to absolutely see. Gotcha. Every Christmas. I have to see it. And uh, uh, I have Home Alone. Uh, Muppet Christmas Carol is really high, but I haven't I hadn't been watching it for years, but it's still probably top five for me as well. Yeah. So yeah, I would say definitely top five, maybe top three. Uh, it's just I, I don't know what it is, but e- even over a miracle, I mean, even over a It's a Wonderful Life, it, it is for me the movie that most represents Christmas uh, to me, and especially the the themes that that are talked about in the movie uh when macaulay's talking to you know the the old man old man marley <laughs> old man is that his name i think so isn't old, it i don't remember marley <laughs> like like a uh, christmas carol <laughs> check it out old man marley <laughs> i think so isn't that his name old, yeah old man marley that's his name i guess so yeah uh, like that that whole theme about check reconciling it out. Old man marley <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like reconciling with with uh, with family, family or anybody really, and just yeah. uh, and then Kevin, like the things that he says, like oh yeah, just give it a shot. Like what do you got to lose? Like okay, like okay, <laughs> Kevin, cool. Like and uh, and uh, this little boy's transformation, which is absolutely insane too. He goes from uh, helpless, being uh, the most helpless brat. person, who's a brat, but also treated. Very you know what? Poorly. You know what? His Very family poorly. Were they were jerks. Yeah. That, Where do you think he cool. learned it from? <laughs> you all right? I learned it by watching you. <laughs> oh my gosh! Watching the beginning, like, oh, it's awful. Like this... they pick on him so much. I mean, no yeah. one acts out, and and even yep. then, his acting yep. now really isn't that bad. Uh, no, I mean he talks back to his parents a little bit. You know, in the beginning when, you know, with the fish hooks and stuff like that. Yeah. But then, like, the rest, they just dump on him. They just, they just. Yeah. And so, yeah, exactly. Oh, man. It gets me so mad. Every time it gets me so mad. It's he like, wants attention. Nobody's paying attention to him. Nobody's helping him. He doesn't know what else to do. Yeah. And then freaking Buzz, like, oh, my oh, God. Man. <laughs> he, that guy. <laughs> Oh, I hated him so much. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Especially so being much. the little brother. I'm the little brother. <laughs> I hate them so much. I know, and I'm and the oldest. You probably thought I was a little <laughs> bit like Buzz. I'm sorry. You okay? You were not like Buzz, but you you know it probably aggravated me though. Like being the little brother and and uh, being having less power, being told what to do, and then so Buzz was like, oh, I couldn't stand him. <laughs> um, Kevin, so, yeah. I'm going to feed you to my tarantula. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he says when Kevin goes in his room, but he's he's like, what does he say? Like, Do you know how you... to knock Flimwad or something like that? <laughs> there's a bunch. There's a bunch. Oh of my lines gosh! Like <laughs> yeah, this is one of those much. movies that you could just like quote forever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like almost every single line is just a quote. <laughs> you know, you can just say it. <laughs> is this toothbrush approved by the American <laughs> Dental Association? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> herb, herb. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shoplifter. Oh, 
we get that guy that kind of moves back before he, <laughs> before he okay sorry sorry audience we're just really going <laughs> yeah. all over the place now <laughs> physical bits always kill <laughs> you should see what danny's doing <laughs> we we used to always pretend we were that guy <laughs> J- jimmy stop that boy Boom, and then he goes back <laughs> he goes back before he, he leans back before he lunges forward like he's got to build up momentum or something. Oh man, this is already too much. I can't handle this. <laughs> oh man, yeah. It is. You know, it's it's funny because the whole idea of Home Alone kind of came about from John Hughes, where he was like getting ready to go on vacation and he was making a list of everything that he didn't want to forget. And one of the things he thought was like, "Oh, I better not forget my kids." And then he thought, "Huh." I wonder what my 10 year old would do if I left him behind. And so we started writing down some notes and then eventually that became like, you know, that became like the basis for the entire movie. Wow. And, uh, you know, so he, he knew that his kids were, you know, scared of robbers. So he worked mm-hmm. those into it. And of course, originally there was no old man Marley that was done, uh, added later by Chris Columbus when he did a, okay. know, a little bit of a rewrite, uh, just to add a little, add some heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, to the movie, make it just a little more emotional and, and, and mm-hmm. you know, kind of get that connection. But, you know, it's funny because it, I, I often sometimes think about that, you know, when the kids are just acting up and I'm like, all right, you know, and I tell my wife, like, let's just go. They can stay here. It'll be okay. <laughs> of course, I'm joking. But at the time, it's like, oh, let's, let's, they can have the house. <laughs> we'll, we'll just go to Walmart. It's okay. <laughs> well, I think you could probably get, you could leave one. No, no, I wouldn't leave any. If you leave two, two, then that might be bad. Then they'll probably rip each other apart. But <laughs> Andrew and Cece. Yeah. It's, it's funny because they play so well together for like 10 minutes and then it's oil and water after that. <laughs> yeah oh, oh my gosh that's hilarious <laughs> that's cool that's that's authentic maybe that's why it turned out so good i mean it's just a little idea uh you know it just came from the uh from the moment he was in and, yeah uh, an organic idea if you will so that's really nice yeah it's just, it's just one of those movies that uh for me it's definitely as we were talking about it's it's top three it's like scrooge home alone mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. christmas vacation Mm-hmm. right after that is Muppet Christmas Carol. Yep. So it's like, it's like yep. those top four and then number five kind of varies depending on my mood, either Miracle right. on 34th street right. or, or one of the others. Uh, I like Santa Claus, the movie. Yep. yep and of course yep. it's a wonderful life is another great one. Yeah. But yeah, it's always like Scrooge home alone and, uh, and, and Christmas vacation. So <laughs> yeah, I dig those are, those are some great picks and I share most of those. Yeah, it's like the ones we always so, had to watch when we were together. Yeah, it, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, heck yeah. But yeah, so, I mean, I guess we could get into it. And we kind of already have been getting into it. But, yeah. But yeah, yeah essentially, if, the we, way. if we want to nutshell it, because I like to nutshell, Macaulay Culkin is left home alone and has to defend his house from some robbers. Boom. Nutshelled. Take that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... <laughs> That's pretty good. Of course, you know, it gets deeper and a lot more uh, hijinks and shenanigans ensue. Uh, yeah. And all the, like the party fun stuff where he, he uses like the cutout of Michael Jordan and a mannequin and all that stuff. And, and <laughs> he, he does all that stuff to, to, you know, trick the robber several times before he ends up really having to defend it. 
Uh, right. We also have the emotional connection of like the mom just trying to race back to get to her son. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so many, you know, there's like so many good things. It's hard to like just go through it because I want to talk oh, about like every little thing that we'd be here for like hours. <laughs> that's how it always is with me and you too. But, yeah, that's uh, true. That's um, I was actually surprised. Uh, the movie itself is, uh, how can I say this? Like, I remember it being, I don't know. I remember it being longer and, but it, to me, like the, now I watch it and it seems like, uh, it's just, uh, Macaulay Culkin. Okay. He hardly has any interaction with, with the, the bandits. Like it's, it's rare. Like there's a few here and there. And then there's just that one big thing at the end where he has this fun house. But I remember it being a lot more than that, uh, when I was younger, but it's just like, it's just a few interactions here and there. And, really, uh, that's all it is, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it the right way, but I remember it being feeling a lot longer. <laughs> well, when you're younger, you can't, you can't sit through as long of a movie. <laughs> yeah. And basically, it's like, okay, they try to go in, and he turns on the light. And then and they they're leave. like, let's okay. get out of here, quick. <laughs> yeah, then another time, he fakes them out again, and then they leave. And then I don't know if it happens again, and then they leave. And it's like, no, no. So then they go back, and they, they're, you know, they're like just wait, staking it out. And he's like, I, I don't get it, you know. <laughs> I don't know like, no snakes. Snakes jumping. And so they, they scope it out, and that's when they realize. And so they're like, we'll come back at, you know, let's say nine o'clock. And so then, <laughs> <laughs> and so then that's and they say it's super loud so he can hear uh, exactly yeah <laughs> they yeah, gotta make sure they say because <laughs> you can always hear what what people are saying from two stories lower than you <laughs> that's what you know that's what it was that's the other thing i noticed like a lot of the things are like perfectly well, of course, up. it's a movie <laughs> i know <laughs> but it's like uh, nine o'clock and then they come back at exactly, exactly nine, nine o'clock, o'clock yeah. <laughs> Well, they're very I'm punctual like, no way. For, <laughs> for, for, for bandits. Oh my gosh, the wet bandits. Oh man, I like when <laughs> when he he plays the the angels with filthy souls for them. Oh yeah, and, they, yeah, yeah. and, and uh, is it Marv or what's, was, what's his was name? Was made uh, for the. Uh, I mean, that wasn't an actual movie. That was shot specifically. Right, uh, right, right. <laughs> Which I, I did. I used to think it was a real movie, and I was talking to friend and he also thought that it was a real movie but then we looked it up and it was in a real movie so that's yeah. amazing that's that's really well done but uh what are the names of them oh harry and marv right 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 and so marv is listening at the door oh yeah <laughs> and, and then he goes back to harry and he's like he's like one of them blew the other one away yeah, yeah. and then he <laughs> says and he says it what what and then he says it again i would da, 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 and he blew the other one away instead of just <laughs> so i'm 90. like who who talks yeah. like that it's the who 90s talks man like everybody talked like that it was like the, the, no. <laughs> the cusp of 80s to 90s <laughs> and he's like one of them was snakes i snakes, know that snakes. name I don't know no snakes. <laughs> that, that always that one, line always cracks. Oh man, that line is that's one of the best quotable lines. <laughs> I don't know no snakes. <laughs> oh man, I feel like uh, they should have said that on uh, GI Joe or something. You know, oh, there you Cobra. Go. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I don't, I don't know no snakes. <laughs> yeah, so that that whole bit there is just oh. Perfect. <laughs> well, and uh, Harry and Marv, the two actors, fantastic. It's funny because Daniel Stern, um, he was originally offered the role. He declined it. 
because it was going to be like a little bit extra shooting time without the extra pay. So he said no. He, and so then they, they got another actor to fill in and the chemistry just wasn't there. And wow. so in the end, they're like, we have to, we have to get Daniel Stern back. And so they, luckily they called him back and he was like, yeah, okay. And he did it. And now he's like so grateful that he did it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he got a lot more roles after that too. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's one of those where like, I can't imagine anyone else, like they were cast so perfectly. I just, I can't imagine anyone else <laughs> being Harry and Marv, you know? Yeah. 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 Can you imagine if Robert De Niro, because I, I think De Niro was even considered at one point for being, uh, for being one of the bandits. Oh, I guess you would have taken, in a Joe Pesci spot. It would have been a very, a very different movie there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> if you would have told uh, Macaulay Culkin a little bit. A little, little bit. bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I heard things. I heard some things. I heard some things. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, man. Or it could have been Christopher Lloyd as Daniel Stern's character. Oh, can you imagine that? Great Scott! <laughs> <laughs> or Harry. <laughs> that that might have worked actually but yeah no i I love it i love it it's absolutely exactly how it should have been yeah <laughs> and that's what we find with a lot of these uh these great movies that we like you know it's the the what is it what do you call it mad uh magic in a bottle or something in a bottle uh, lightning lightning yes yes <laughs> lightning in a bottle everything <laughs> seems to line up exactly yeah. how it should so exactly yeah but I love so they're they're getting ready to leave for uh to, you know to leave for for France. Joe Pesci is the wet bandit Marv posing as a cop, trying to get information about what's going on so that he can rob their house when they're not there. And of course, the kids are are trying to to get their stuff ready. Kevin has to go pack his suitcase and he's never done it before. <laughs> pack my suitcase, and we get like a classic like Mickey Mouse, <laughs> Mickey Mouse scene, you know, with the score. John Williams, you know, it just it hits that chord. Dun! And, you know, it has that, that like, uh, decrescendo uh, after that, like, sforzando. And, you know, pack my suitcase. Oh, man. <laughs> and, you know, it's like this big old thing. And so he goes around. He's, like, complaining. I don't know how to pack my suitcase. Tough. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's what Lenny said. <laughs> what did I say? You told Kevin tough. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's one of those I could totally say it, you know, say it the whole thing probably. <laughs> it, this is one of those movies that I literally, uh, Tiff gets annoyed with me because I just, I, I'm saying the yeah. lines as they're going. <laughs> oh, you're saying them with the movie? With the movie, yeah. Oh, no. You, I can't help you're it. You're that kid. Sometimes. I used, I used to really <laughs> resent that kid. But it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I understand too, because as as I've gotten older, I want to do it too. When I want to, when I'm showing someone a movie, like, hey, watch this movie, like you got to see this movie. Check this out. Check this out. And then yeah. like, oh, this part, you got it, this part, and then yeah, like yeah. literally thirty seconds later, oh no, no, this part, this part. Yeah. <laughs> That's definitely this movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, but with 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 Kevin's dilemma too, I really, um, I, I'm very, uh, what's the word? I have a lot in common with Kevin. I understand his problem because I I had the same issue. I didn't know how to do anything. I was the uh, the youngest yeah. in the family, and mom would do everything for me. Uh, well, let's be honest, so I, Hispanic mom. She did everything for all of us. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm very go. grateful. There you go. There you go. So, yeah. so I didn't I, I didn't have understand. to pack my suitcase either. 
Yeah. And Even so, though I was five years older than you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I, I like, I understand it. And uh, again, his family, um, you know, they're all jerks. Uh, and I guess, <laughs> You're with I the guess French they get Les incompetents. <laughs> <laughs> that, no, that line. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That line is amazing too. And now I actually understand what it means. <laughs> well, it's funny because later on when he's having his, you know, uh, after he thinks he made his family disappear and he's like imagining all of them saying the same, they're saying the exact same lines except like more mean. And like, she didn't even say it that mean. If you, if you look at back, like all the others are uh, rough on him, but he's just like, Hey, what do you know? Don't worry about it. You know, mom's going to pack your suitcase anyway. Yeah. And she's just kind of like, more nonchalant and, and just telling it like it is. And yet later on when he's imagining, you know, her saying it, she's like, you're what the French call les incompetents. You know, I mean, like, like <laughs> just really digging into it. And it's like, but she didn't say it like that. Like the other ones you could exaggerate, but she, yeah. was, just, she was just trying to be cool, man. Yeah, that was, yeah, no, I, I get it. I mean, yeah. it, but I, I know you always, was... you always just blow it everything out of proportion when you're, yeah. Well, yeah, but even, I mean, it's still kind of rude to say that. Like, well, even if she said it, even if she meant it in a loving way, like, still to tell someone. Well, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't like, say it. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that is a really nice touch how later on, I didn't notice it with all of them, but I definitely noticed it with his uncle. It was different than the first time he said it, right? Like, so they yeah. reshot him or something, or they used Yeah, takes? yeah, they, they were all different takes, you know, and, and they were definitely said in a more mean way. Okay, that's you know? brilliant. Because the first one, he's like, Kevin, you're such a disease. But then later, he's like, Kevin, you're such a disease, you know? And then same thing, he's like, look what you did, you little jerk. But then later on, when he's imagining, it's like, look what you did, you little jerk. You know, I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's definitely much more, <laughs> oh, that's much so more good. emphasized. <laughs> I love it. That's great. That's great. You know, it's, it's a it, nice touch. It is because, well, especially you think about like an eight-year-old's mind at that point, and he's, you know, what he's imagining. He, of course, he misremembers things, and and it's always yeah. definitely um, blown out of proportion in his own mind, and yeah, and exaggerated, you know, to the you know, whatever degree. Um, so it it's definitely. I, I think why I love this movie so much is that it really captures that that eight-year-old, yeah, young kid mindset. You know, right. Which is funny because it contrasts with his like. Uh, sometimes he he like tries to act like an adult. <laughs> it's just, well, yeah, because then it so shows funny. his growth later on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and like oh, that's it's just hilarious. Oh man, <laughs> love it. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so yeah, he's he, they get into a whole thing. They order pizza, and this is where he really reminded me of you because he was running downstairs, going, yelling "Pizza, pizza!" <laughs> like he lost his mind over the pizza, which is everything you would do every time. Yes, <laughs> and I, it's it's funny because I I just watched it with with uh, two of my friends, and I and I like they know I do that too. <laughs> Um, is it okay that I still do that? <laughs> it is okay, yeah. Pizza, pizza, pizza! <laughs> that's, that's not my impression of him. That's actually how I that's, do it. That's so. what you usually said, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, ah! Yeah, his hands all up in the air, just waving him around. <laughs> the, the only difference is I would have run down. I would have been the first one in the kitchen. That's true, uh, yeah. That you was his have... mistake. Yeah, that was so. definitely a mistake. <laughs> that was... But we yeah. also, I love it because we also get to see how cheap 
Uncle Frank is, you know, when uh, they're like, you know, Pizza Boy needs $120. And he's like, for pizza? And he's like, Frank, you know, uh, the, the aunt is like, Frank, you have you have money, don't you? It's like traveler's checks. And then you can hear the dad. And this is something I never noticed till a few years later. He's like, probably has a kind of traveler's checks that you know, won't work in France or something like that. <laughs> Oh. He actually, he actually has a little another little jab at his brother there that, I didn't about that. how cheap he is. Yeah. <laughs> what is the, What is the? What does that mean? The traveler's check said, "Don't work in France." In other words, uh, that he's cheap and and he'll make his you know his brother pay for everything. I mean, that's basically oh, what it is. Oh, I get it. I get it. I get it. Because <laughs> he's like, I can't pay. You know. <laughs> yeah, and that you know that's the other thing. The uh, the uncle Frank is oh he's Ooh, worse man. Than if you else. guys. I mean, I get he was talking like a brat, but if you guys ever talk to my kids like that, I would be very upset. <laughs> and it's well, so funny. He just, he's like, he just yells at him, look what you did, you little jerk. And yeah. like, nothing happens. You know, everybody's yeah, just mad no, at exactly, Kevin. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Which, well, that's frustrating. Yeah. The older brother, Buzz, this was after when they're eating pizza, he purposely ate all the cheese pizza so that Kevin wouldn't have any. Which did already, he really do it purposefully though? I think he did. Come on. Mm. If you got like pepperoni and meat lovers and all this other kind of thing, would you he really just know. stick with cheese? You know? Yeah, and he had to know. He knows. Yeah. Everybody knows the, you know, how everything is in the house. So of course. So yeah, he ate it. Uh and then he goaded Kevin again oh. on purpose, you know, about saying, you know, someone's gonna have to throw it up or something. So Kevin gets mad and like runs and pushes him, knocks over some milk on all their tickets <laughs> they as they're cleaning up they accidentally throw one away so again that's why they they don't realize that kevin's not there because they have the exact number mm-hmm, of tickets mm-hmm. <laughs> fuller gets stuck behind a chair when oh Uncle my Frank... that that scene that scene is incredibly done it is like... <laughs> it's, it's like dominoes like falling down like <laughs> yeah. everything happens the milk is coming over so uncle frank's like watch it and he like pushes back as just as fuller is walking back and gets stuck behind the chair <laughs> like pinned between the chair and the wall <laughs> it's so dramatic <laughs> everybody and of course everybody's <laughs> They think Kevin's a brat. They're just staring at him. The mom mm-hmm. takes him upstairs. And this, of course, is when he does act like a bat, uh, a brat. And she's oh, like, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. say goodnight, Kevin. He's like, goodnight, Kevin. <laughs> and I was like, I remember every time we'd watch that, every time mom or dad, every single one of them would be like, I'd slap him. Or, 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 or mom would have said, ooh, I would have slapped him. And dad would always go, <laughs> and move his hand in like a slap yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> classic that's classic, classic dad, dad. Yeah. yeah oh my gosh yeah. <laughs> and and then oh especially because he says uh you know the, she takes him upstairs and then she opens the door to the attic she's like get upstairs and then he says something like i am upstairs dummy oh and i remember oh. i remember <laughs> the look on mom's face she would she was like you know it's just, just like oh no that would not have stood with me <laughs> yeah 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 yep. and that's why we never said anything like that to mom <laughs> right no that's right i uh, still watching it it's crazy to watch but but it's so funny though too and, uh, <laughs> yeah oh yeah but the mom like instead of you know doing something or like saying like you know that's disrespectful or something like why didn't she like, spank him or you or, know anything something something yeah and she but she just kind of goes with it and then like kind of argues with him. Yeah. Which is like, you know, say it again. 
Like what? No, what? Say it again. Well, then he even goes. He even goes. I'm sorry. <laughs> that, <laughs> like it's too late. <laughs> it's, no, no. She goes. It's too late <laughs> with the yeah. facial expression. Oh, uh, Catherine O'Hara. Catherine O'Hara was ex- again oh. like perfectly cast for this role. You know, he's like, I don't want, I don't want any family. <laughs> I hope yeah. I never see any of you jerks again. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I, she does kind of give him a break though when he's like, I don't want to sleep with Fuller. You know, he he drinks Pepsi. He'll you know he wets yeah. the bed or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so, oh, and Fuller's look, Fuller's look at him when he's drinking the. Pepsi. Oh yeah, yeah. Later on, yeah, he just <laughs> he he's drinking the, the Pepsi and he just he moves his eyebrows up and down. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> like, come on, kid. <laughs> you know, like, why would you do that? <laughs> Yeah, his say. his family they're they're just not cool, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so he's up in the attic all by himself, and they you know they find place for Fuller, and uh, during the night there's a storm, there's like some right. wind blows over a branch, uh, the phone lines are down, but it also cuts the power, and so they're late, they're woken up the next morning by their their delivery service or not delivery at like taxi service, I guess <laughs> shuttle service. I don't know whatever you want to call their Uber, but before there was Uber. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's shuttle service. There you go. Uh, and you know, so they're frantic trying to, trying to get ready. Of course they don't realize that Kevin's still upstairs because I mean, they're in a hurry. And then they, right. you know, the mom puts the oldest cousin in charge and you know she's counting, but luckily one of the neighbor kids—it's—it's it's, I mean, it's, it's definitely very uh, you know coincidental. One of the neighbor kids is, is <laughs> there, about the same age as Kevin. He gets mistaken for Kevin when she's counting, and so they think they have enough, and so they take off, and Kevin's home alone. What what I was uh, what I was interested in is that that kid was like super amazed by everything that they had in the van, but <laughs> yeah. I thought he was yeah. rich too. Yeah. But maybe I guess they're just that much richer or something. I guess so. Well, uh, I mean, it makes sense because remember what Marv says. Or, or yeah, what Harry the silver says, tuna. You know, that's the silver tuna. <laughs> that's the one, Marv. That's the silver tuna. Oh, my gosh. Jerry, that helps us. The only reason. <laughs> what is, what is the, the only reason we started working in this neighborhood or something like that? Yeah. Ever since and, I saw it, I wanted it. <laughs> That that part when they're uh, when they woke up late, that's uh, one of the best musical scenes. Uh, I mean, one of the best pieces of music. Musical cues, uh, yeah, it's a great yeah, cue. It sounds yeah. like uh, sounds like like Nutcracker. Yeah, it's very uh, like Trey Pack almost. Yeah, they probably. I bet you they had Nutcracker as the temporary. Probably as a temp track, yeah. And John Williams the temp just track. To, he just was inspired by it, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's definitely. Yeah, you're right. It definitely is. But it's uh, it's great, and I love how they intermix his score with Run Run Rudolph as well oh. by Chuck Berry. You know, and they're at the airport. You know, it's Run Run Rudolph, Santa. You know, and he they're just racing through the airport. But at the same time, we still get that, uh, you know, dun dun. You know, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I won't now, well, now I, I need to watch it, it again because I don't remember that. Yeah. 
I think you're singing uh, Nutcracker. <laughs> oh yeah, that's Nutcracker. Yeah. <laughs> oh my bad. <laughs> you see, it's a, it's so similar. It is. It's very similar. Yeah. But so I mean, yeah, that's John that Williams. Was, you know, a lot of his stuff. Yeah. Is, it's very Gustav Holst. It's you know all that. Yeah, all. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. so that that part uh, that was a great musical cue, and uh, and then I also like when the airport. The shuttle service guys, like Go away, the way kid, they talk bottom. to the kid, yeah. like they don't, they, Do they these couldn't get care good gas mileage <laughs> for the last time, kid. They said, beat it. <laughs> beat, beat it, kid. Beat it, kid. <laughs> <laughs> Not now, kid. <laughs> Wait, what, was, what was that? What did you say? I said, not now, kid. I forgot. I forgot what you. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't know, kid. He said something like that. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're so rude. I mean, I guess that's a big city, Chicago way. Or yeah, they're just you know. I mean, they got places to be. They don't have time to answer annoying questions from annoying <laughs> kids. <laughs> oh, I love that. But I love it. He wakes up, and of course, his wish that you know he didn't want any family comes true. He's like, I made my family disappear. <laughs> And then yeah, he has that, that classic. Line, that that's one of the best lines too. Yeah, uh, and then I love that line. And then before that, when he goes and checks the the garage, this is a per- this is a wonderful part. He goes and checks the garage, and the cars are there. And he's like, "Cars are still cars are still there." Oh, yeah. uh, they didn't go to the airport. And then he does it, <laughs> but he does the face like uh, it's just like astounded Macaulay Culkin face, and it's just. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because he uh he just legally changed his name he changed his middle name so uh his middle name is now macaulay culkin so it's macaulay macaulay culkin culkin is his, is his name now <laughs> what, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah uh, he ran like a contest and I, I you know he asked people and i guess that was like what they ended up <laughs> settling that's on. insane he's so funny he he's, is funny he, he i mean i know he has a band the... that's all about like pizza <laughs> In a lot of ways, he does kind of remind me of you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm all about pizza still. But me too. I mean, I remember uh, <laughs> I, I had a different superhero team one time that I used to play with G.I. Joe's. And uh, one of my guys was named Power Pizza. <laughs> oh, I, I remember that. Yeah, yeah he that. would eat pizza and gain some power. And uh... <laughs> That's amazing. Are you sure it wasn't a Ninja Turtle? No, no, it was uh, it was definitely a GI Joe that I just pretended well, was was. That sounds else. like uh, like Ninja Turtles on NES, uh, Konami, <laughs> Konami right? action. Uh, what was I going to tell you? Um, yeah, I watch. Uh, there's a few channels that I watch: uh, Red Letter Media and then uh, Angry Video Game Nerd. And he's come out on both channels within the last few years. Yeah, uh, when Angry Video Game Nerd did the Home Alone games, uh, Macaulay Culkin came out and played with him. Yeah, he's pretty uh, cool. He's a cool guy. Yeah, he, he so he comes out and uh, I, I was thinking about it the other day. This again, off, off topic here, but I was really thinking like, man, I would really love for that for there to be a, like a a continuation of the story before um, before the two bandits die because they're really old, especially Joe Pesci. Yeah, and I thought uh, it would be cool. And and someone posted this uh, story idea online. 
because you know they're they're re it's not a remake it's like a reboot of home no 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 reboot no but they're not they're not the McAllisters. it's a whole new family it's just basically home alone but someone else had a cool idea about what if something happens it's christmas time they can't quite get home and Catherine o'hara is stuck home alone and bandits are like now out of jail and they want to go get revenge on Macaulay Culkin. So they go back to the house. And so he has to like, Macaulay has to like race back from where, what's whatever city he's living. And he has to race back to get to her, you know, before the wet bandits like go. I just thought it was like a really cool idea okay, you know, where like, okay. you know, she kind of has to like defend the house and she like finds some of his old plans and starts to, you know, <laughs> I was like, that would be cool. I'd, wa- I'd watch the heck out of that, man. That's interesting. <laughs> I, I was thinking that, you know, he, He's okay. He he's a dad now. He's got a family, and of yeah. course, his dad died, and so that's going to be a theme of the movie too. Right, right. But uh, somehow he gets stuck in the house again as an adult. <laughs> as an adult, how would he get stuck in? A- it doesn't matter. Maybe he has to work. He has to work that weekend, and the his family is like, okay, we'll we'll go on ahead. We'll meet you there. You know, yeah. Like you know, you take the flight. I'll meet you when I can somehow the flights get canceled and so he ends up getting stuck and <laughs> yeah exactly so like somehow he he gets stuck and then uh and then we just get another home alone movie that would be pretty awesome i'd watch it <laughs> as long as they did it right it would be epic and you gotta do it soon because joe pesci's like 80 something or something like that well i don't i don't know how old he is but i know he's uh... i just looked it up i looked it up like a couple of days ago he's is he really like 80 oh, wow. i think I he's like his... either late 70s or i thought early he was 80s. in the 70s but i mean i don't know i haven't looked it up he might That's be crazy. late se- late, uh, late 70s maybe Maybe. Oh man, yeah. yeah. Anyway, cool. sorry. Oh, that's okay. That's <laughs> no, all right. This it's is, not a podcast if you don't go off topic. These are my <laughs> desires. Uh, totally rad Christmas fans. This is what, what I think. Anyone about. knows Macaulay Culkin? We would love to get a shout out for Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> yeah. And he loves totally rad Christmas and maybe something about pizza. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so he's stuck alone. He's he's now he has all this time. He doesn't know what to do. He's he's eating junk and watching rubbish. Yeah, that line. Okay, there's another line right there. It's, it's another you one. Better come out lines. and stop me. <laughs> Every Christmas. <laughs> Every time we make Eminem cookies, uh, like the last few years. Every time we make Eminem cookies and hot chocolate, that's always what I think of <laughs> as I'm eating. Them. Like, yeah, yeah. And watching rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the other one. Who says rubbish? Yeah. And why is this little eight-year-old saying rubbish? <laughs> I didn't say that in the nineties. <laughs> we never said that. Not even in the eighties did we say that. <laughs> I've no, I've never known anyone to say that. Oh man, but I love it because he ends up watching that movie that Uncle Frank wouldn't let him watch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if Uncle Frank says it's bad, <laughs> it must be really bad. Yeah. But yeah, so he's watching it, and of course we get that that classic line, you know. Uh, I got you know. I tell you what, I'm gonna give you. I'm giving you to the count of ten to get your ugly, yellow, no good keister off my property before I pump your guts full of lead. One, okay, Johnny. Two, <laughs> ten. <laughs> Keep the chain, you filthy animal. <laughs> Yeah, and, then and he I love it because that's scared. when he puts his hands over his face. He like he covers his eyes. He's like, "Mom," because he gets scared. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's when you know they're flying on the plane, first class, and all of a yeah. sudden she feels it for the first time. She felt it. She's like, "Wait!" She had her mom sense. Yeah, 
<laughs> it's prob- probably a real thing. I'm sure it is. Um, <laughs> I'm definitely sure it is. Uh, you know, it's just, it's one of those things. I haven't felt it quite with, with as a dad yet, Yeah. but you know, dads, I guess in general, we're not quite as uh, intuitive as moms. Oh or, yeah. Or maybe That's it's just right. me. I don't know. But either way, <laughs> <laughs> probably uh, both. <laughs> yeah, a little column A, little column B. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's a that's a great that's a great little segue. That's a great tie-in. And of course, yeah, we get that. What else could you be forgetting? You know, she has this feeling like she's forgetting something, and then, you know, we get that. Kevin. Yeah, I can't. I can't do it. It's a little bit above <laughs> beyond my range there. But I just that's I love how in the flight, Uncle Frank and I think it's oh, Aunt Leslie, right? And they're it's you know horrible. he's like, hey, it's, this is a real crystal. He's like, put them in your purse. Just put, put them in your like, purse. Just, oh uh, my um, gosh! Yeah, yes, I'll have another glass. He's <laughs> like trying to steal their stemware. He's uh, <laughs> he's a yeah. cheapskate. He has a lot of faults. But I love how John heard. You know, he's just like uh, you know, she's like, did did I turn the iron on? I was like, no, I did. Yeah. <laughs> he's so calm and cool yeah yeah did you close the garage that's it i forgot to close the garage <laughs> that's it that's it <laughs> and then it's not even a it's not even a big deal like that's not it <laughs> i would be freaking out if i forgot to close the garage me too that's a huge <laughs> like, deal that's huge yeah my cars are there of course they nowadays you have all that to... that smart house yeah. thing and you can just press a yeah. button and close yeah. it but but yeah, back then, I mean, you don't have that. That's like that's right. like you got to call your neighbor, like, please close the garage door for yeah. me, you know? and and hope that the neighbor answers and does it, and then no one steals your junk, you know. Oh yeah, I'm sure they had a lot of expensive junk in there. Oh, too, I'm sure they did. Yeah, so then she, you know, they figured it out, and then uh, Fra- Uncle Frank is like <laughs> trying to to console, but I forget what he says. But it's if it, if it makes you feel any better, I forgot my reading glasses. <laughs> <laughs> And his wife is just like, oh, God, why did I marry you? So they get to the, you know, they get to the airport. They're like calling frantically. Yeah. Everyone they know, she she calls the the police department. Oh, this is this is unbearable. For me, this part was unbearable to watch. Like, there's no way that the police <laughs> that's the most unrealistic part of the movie i don't know man it was it was uh the late 80s when they filmed it you know it was 1990 it's definitely i could see it happening <laughs> there's no way like oh hi ma'am <laughs> what do they call her uh, uh excited or crazy or yeah something? online too <laughs> hyper hyper <laughs> hyper online too <laughs> Oh, pick up. up. Okay, there's so many things. There's so many things to talk about here. The the donut (laughs) donut piece. Yeah. Was that okay? I need to know if that was part of the plan. I have a feeling that wasn't (laughs) planned, and they just thought it was hilarious and left it in. It was on the. It's just on the receiver. A chunk a of donut. Chunk of donut just falls right onto the receiver of the phone, and then it's still there, and then it falls to the desk. And the sound effect that they, <laughs> the sound effect when it hits the desk. I don't, I don't know if you ever listened to it, but it, yeah, it you sounds like it's it. really heavy. <laughs> yeah, it's like boom. it's like donuts aren't that heavy, but <laughs> but it's, it like just adds extra to that scene. Yeah, but he's so calm. Was a child poison stab or what, you know whatever? <laughs> like oh, I don't know. I hope not. You want me to send a car 
to check on your son or so. I don't know what he's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me transfer you over. No, no, they just transferred me over to you. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's that. There's a stack of donuts. there's no plate there's no napkins i love that guy well wasn't he the cranky upstairs neighbor from friends i think it was the same guy he's also the one who played kramer uh, in the oh yeah yeah in the pilot in the Seinfeld pilot episode, yeah, and he's he's, he's, he's like the character, the actor that plays Kramer, yeah, when they're doing, uh, yeah, the pilot, mm-hmm. and, yeah, that, uh, that's a really good actor, really good actor, and and he, yeah, <laughs> what did he say? They they fooled me, Jerry, and then, you know, Kramer like tried, you know, because it's actually Kramer. He t- tries to give him tips. He's like, no, it's they fooled me, Jerry. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, I'm not gonna say it like that. Oh yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, I like that guy. Yeah, that guy's great. So that's the whole the whole police department is a mess. Well, they send they send someone over. He knocks, yeah, and then he's but just he just kind of looks through the window a little bit. He doesn't really do like a thorough search. He doesn't care. Uh, he doesn't announce himself like, "Hey, it's the police." Right. I mean, you know, nothing. He just he literally just just bangs on the door, kind of peeks through the window a little bit. He's like, uh, "The house looks secure," you know. Tell them to count their kids again. Yeah. No, no, no. I can't deal with that. That's so bad. Can you imagine if the cops did that to you? Oh, like, you know? I, uh, oh, that's so upsetting. A, a lawsuit. Oh, sorry, sorry. I <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that, that's what, you know, they had to do that for the plot. But it, but it um, probably wouldn't sue because they'd totally I, take to You know what I was going to say? <laughs> for leaving them there. Yeah. CPS oh, yeah, should be called. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say that at the beginning when you did it in a nutshell, you said that Kevin had to to defend his house. He didn't have to. No, I was like he did he, not have to. He chose he to. He chose to. He could have just called. All the he cops. had to do yeah. was call the cops. Problem <laughs> solved. What the heck? Well, remember, he the thinks cops at this, would help at this you. point he thinks it's actually his house. He's like, it's my house. I have to defend it. <laughs> <laughs> What? It still doesn't make any sense, but you know, there's a certain pride you get when you when you're a homeowner. It's it's your house. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't think I've had that pride. I think I just am more scared. You know. I think you're right. It's more like, oh, I got to pay this bill. <laughs> no, you're right. He didn't have to do anything. But, <laughs> oh, his but then choices. the movie would be over, and it wouldn't be as fun. Yeah. No. No. no yeah. I agree. Never mind. Yeah. Retract my statement. Of course, uh, we get a couple of nights of the wet bandits uh, trying to to break in. The first night, he just turns the lights on, and that's about it. You know, scares them away. Second night, yeah. you know, he's like, "Okay, I, I got to be prepared." So he, he arranges this elaborate <laughs> fake party. He sets up a train uh, with a Michael Jordan cutout, like taped or strapped to it somehow that's that spinning awesome. around so it looks like someone's walking he's got like a, a one of those dolls you know a, a mannequin um that that you know like like a dressing gown doll kind of a thing uh just mm-hmm. you know, to attach to some string so it looks like it's you know uh, move in and i think he's got another one on like a the record player so yeah, it's rotating the i mean there's like a whole I mean, he really he really goes all out on it yeah he's very you know what I got to say, he is very inventive. So I like to think he grew up to be like some sort of inventor or mm-hmm. uh, or something, you know. I mean, he's an engineer. Cause, he I would mean, definitely, on your superhero team, he would be like the, the Donatello uh, <laughs> coming up with gadgets. Like devices. the MacGyver kind of guy. <laughs> yeah. 
No, definitely. Uh, that's really cool. Well, and it's the- funny because later on, Cece and I, we kind of have a little, uh, a couple of years ago, we started writing a story about like a, like the ultimate Christmas superhero team. <laughs> so of course, Santa's the leader. Then there's like Rudolph and Frosty and mm-hmm. all the ghosts of Christmas, you know, past, present and future. Right. Uh, the Grinch, because he turns good at the end. Right. Um, and of course, uh, Kevin McAllister's got to be on there. Yeah. <laughs> no, again, totally. Yeah. I, I agree with you 100%. And good I, job, there's CC. a few others there, Heat Miser, Snow Miser, and a few others. But Well, and I, I like the song they play there too. The oh, Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. Great, great choice. Yeah. Love that song. But uh, while he's busy doing that during the daytime, he's also busy trying to live. Right. <laughs> Breaks into, you know, Buzz's room. He realizes he needs money. He knows Buzz has a secret stash. Mm-hmm. So he goes into Buzz's room, climbs his shelf, of course, breaks it. And that's what causes the tarantula to come loose. Yeah, tarantula. Uh, very important plot point there. But he's looking through Buzz's stuff. And, of course, he finds his – he's like, Buzz, your girlfriend. Woof. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which was, by the way, a little boy dressed up like a girl because they thought it would be too humiliating for an actual girl to to have be in that picture and him just right, like, right, right, right. Yeah, so yeah, that makes and sense. I still think that's pretty mean, even for a little boy to be dressed up like a girl. But, yeah, but I yeah, guess there's I, de- I definitely um, I definitely you know, think different era. It was a different era. Uh, watching it, there was there was quite a few more inappropriate things. That, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, by today's to standards, cut. there's a couple more problematic things, but. You know, he he finds uh, Buzz's inappropriate magazine. Right, <laughs> throws right, it away, right. And then There's all another cash. One. There's another uh, strike. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but he he finds all his cash, which he uses to buy pizza. Yes. Well, he deserved it. You know, he didn't he didn't he get got his, his cheese own pizza. cheese pizza. He yeah. got he got oh, shafted, man. Now I want pizza. Oh, I hope I get pizza tomorrow. Oh, anyway. and and every time that I get Little Caesars. I call it little Nero's. Little Nero's. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, I get I some little, little Nero's. People don't understand. They just look at me weird. Yeah, what the heck? Come on, it's got to be a play on Little Caesars. You yes. Know. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I love the little Nero's. You got to pay for your pizza, sir. <laughs> <laughs> this For those of you uh, listening, he actually did the exact same face, too, <laughs> as the guy from the video. That weird, hey. like... I told you this movie is awesome. <laughs> he can he can he not only can do the impression spot on, he can also do the facial expressions <laughs> spot on, guys. That's how I much of a Christmas. Steal. Oh wait, that's something different. <laughs> um yeah, so that little Nero guy, love that guy, by the way. Uh I, I just don't know how they kept they like they found all these weird actors <laughs> to get these awesome takes of them with weird uh expressions in their voice in their face gestures like there's so many weird people in this movie and it's amazing uh i love the guy he goes shopping and uh he accidentally shoplifts his toothbrush because he sees right. old man marley so he's, right. he's going he he wants a toothbrush and he, they're going to check it out see if it's uh, approved by the ada and uh, <laughs> old man marley puts his a bandaged right you know left hand down on the counter and he just Which, sees why it. does he do that? <laughs> he just puts his hand on the counter, I think. That's all. And uh, everything's dramatic to It's Kevin. just dramatic because it's told, you know, it's like seen from Macaulay's point of view. Right. And, uh, you know, at this point, Buzz has already scared him because earlier in the movie, they saw Old Man Marley. Right. Uh, he was salting the roads, being nice, but there's rumors going on about him that he is the, uh, the South Bend shovel slayer. You know, <laughs> <laughs> he's like telling his cousins all about it. And, uh, and he's like, the salt 
preserves the bodies. <laughs> like turning them into mummies. That part is really like, good too. And I love the way that they're the way they're framed in the in, in the window. Yeah, the window it's like looking through the like... window frame. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they get so scared when he looks. Why didn't at the him? cops arrest him? The, the screech looking guy. Why didn't the <laughs> yeah. cops arrest him? Like, not enough evidence. Not to enough convict. evidence to convict. <laughs> and and, and, so good. and then uh, it, it plays the DSRA. <laughs> which I love because that slowly uh, later on transforms into Carol of the Carol Bells. Of the Bells yeah, yeah uh, it's such a good. John Williams is a genius, man. <laughs> yeah, he really is a genius. He is. He just um, he's like, hey, that kind of sounds like this. Hey, that's. I'm sure he just saw it and realized, oh, yeah, of course, that's the same notes, you know. Yeah. And then later on, you know, and then it's a Carol of the Bells, and then he turns it into his uh, little fugue. Yeah, fugue, yeah. Uh, it's a short fugue, but it's fugue. It's a great the- fugue, man. It's... But it's oh, funny because one of the themes, one of the, the little variances in that fugue is almost exactly like the uh, the Harry Potter theme. And I think oh, I mentioned yeah. this. Oh. In my, I think I mentioned this in my last that's, uh, mini uh, that's episode. That's one thing I was I when I was wa- listening both times. There's more than a few moments. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's that are like that sounds like Harry Potter. That sounds like Harry Potter. That well, like John Harry Williams Potter. is pretty notorious for sounding similar to himself. Sure. I but mean, it's also course, like the Christmassy Celeste. Yeah, it's also hard and, not to when you're using like you know Celesta and Glockenspiel and yeah. Know, I mean, yeah. there's only so much you can do without sounding like it. But, right, right, right. But yeah, you know, uh, in that few, I'm not complaining. Yeah, I'm just saying, yeah, like, bum, bum, it's exciting. Bum, 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 bum. I mean, it's just it's. I mean, it's yeah, yeah. It's very very similar there, but anyway, so yeah, yeah. Um, Eventually, Marvin Harry, as he's walking back from getting groceries or whatever, Marvin Harry kind of run into him. He recognizes Harry from his gold tooth. Oh, oh, wait, before you get there. <laughs> okay, go the for van, it. The van literally stops like right in front oh, of Oh, yeah, him. yeah. It's like two Can inches Can you do his, his yell? Can you ah! do his scream? It's, <laughs> it's one like of the, the fakest, most like, ridiculous yeah. sounds. Ah! <laughs> but like I pitch. I love that yell. <laughs> and it's so fake. It's like the fakest yell. You know? uh, I, I, even as a kid, I always thought his yell was super fake. It didn't. It just didn't sound authentic at all. Just like when he's uh, when he's sliding uh, on the ice, you know, when he's running from the cop, from the shoplifter. And he's like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> that, that part also always sounded so fake. But, oh, but I um, love it. <laughs> I loved it too, yeah. But yeah, so, so he sees Marvin Harry. Notices the gold tooth that he recognized when when Marv was or excuse me when Harry was pretending to be the cop, right? Uh, and so he realizes it's the same guy, gets suspicious, and uh, you know starts, <laughs> starts gets scared. So and they, they stake out him. the place because you know they're like, wait, so, wait, wait, you're oh. going too fast. Well, I'm, you know we have a lot to get through. I want to get no, through but, all but the traps. One little part. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> okay, go for it. And then they follow. They're like, follow him. Let's see where he's going or whatever they say. And then the I, there's a lot of moments in the movie that are like kind of Bugs Bunny, Looney Tunes. There are, yeah. Like yeah, uh, are. 
he he looks back at them because he know he kind of notices they're but the, the van is slowly so following him. He looks back, and then they're both. They're, he's whistling, and they're looking in other directions. <laughs> well, I love the uh, Sandy. Don't visit funeral homes, little buddy. <laughs> I know, <laughs> like yeah. But and so then they're they're whistling, but yeah, and it, it's like, and then he's like, okay, well, I guess I'll. <laughs> Like, like as if you wouldn't notice the van's closer. Like, come on, it's so cartoony. It's so great. See, see, why would he run? I knew something was wrong. No, what? <laughs> Anybody would run if you're following them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it that there's nothing. You know, you you have to suspend your disbelief so much. And, and the family in Paris at the time. You know, and Uncle Frank with the shrimp, and uh, they're watching. They're watching Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, but in French. No, no. <laughs> when, when George, is, I mean, not Miracle. Excuse me. It's a Wonderful Life. Uh, yeah, it's a Wonderful Life. When, uh, uh, yeah, it's a Wonderful Life. When, when George is is refusing Potter's offer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, the, the, and the like dad, a sick, like, twisted old man. Oh, or something. Uh, uh, Anglais la. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for my son. Do you know where he is? <laughs> it's so uh, awful. It's the cringe. mom, meanwhile, decided not to go to their brother's, uh, the other uncle's um, place where all the kids are, and right. decided instead to, to you know, take and try to get a, a standby flight and and try to get there faster. Doesn't work, right. by the way. Uh, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> but, Spoiler alert. But this is when we get. Uh, you know, uh, Megan and Buzz talking. I, I love this part because oh, I was you know, just she's like, telling, don't you feel all was, hopeless, hopeless wait, about it? I was just telling someone about this today. I was just telling someone about Buzz's horrendous counting or whatever. He's, yeah, it is. he's like he's like like doing a, a list essentially of, of why he's not nervous or scared for uh, <laughs> for Kevin for Kevin. He's like he, he goes a, <laughs> you know, I'm not that lucky or something. Yeah, yeah. Two. <laughs> yeah, and you know, we live on the most remote, you know, the most boring block on the planet. <laughs> that is amazing. And did he do that on purpose to be funny, or is that just is he I, dumb? It was probably in the script, I bet. But uh, I'm sure Buzz was just that dumb. <laughs> so yeah, so Buzz is that dumb. It's not Buzz trying to be funny. I doubt it. No. no. <laughs> As an older brother, I can say we're we're not all that dumb. <laughs> oh, I know. Mr. Physics major. I don't know what you're talking about. But anyway, so uh, <laughs> meanwhile, Catherine O'Hara has flown to all these different uh, layovers just to, you know, uh, just to try to get to Kevin. Finally, she's in Scranton and she hitches a ride with uh, Gus Zelinsky and the Polka Kings or something like that. You know, polka, polka, polka. <laughs> A.K.A. Crispy oh, Polka. Oh, John Candy. <laughs> he had uh, 24 hours. He did it as a favor to John Hughes. They, and so they had him for 24 hours. They used him like almost every single hour they used him to, to film, which I thought was great. Which, by the way, if you guys haven't seen the movies that made us on Netflix, the Home Alone episode is amazing. You should check it out. Well, the reason, I mean, uh, you know, he'd worked with John Candy and Uncle Buck, of course. And in fact, okay. that's how Macaulay Culkin got the job. You know, John Hughes, when, when Chris Columbus was hired, he was like, you need a, John Hughes told him, like, you got to use Macaulay Culkin. So they auditioned oh, a couple he's others. In but basically, Uncle Buck. They he is, yeah. I forgot. Yeah. I haven't seen that movie in so long. Oh, it's so good. Okay. So she hitches a ride with him. And I love that part where he's like trying to get her to play the 
you know, they're, they're just jamming out. The polka band is jamming out in it's, the back. Oh my gosh. And he what? tries to get her to play the clarinet, which is gross. I mean, you don't share, that's, come on, you don't share disgusting. mouthpieces and reeds. That's disgusting. You could get COVID. Come on. <laughs> well, nowadays. <laughs> uh, but he's like, try it, try it. And she, you know, has to tell him like, no. But they knew each other. They had worked with each other from before. They were friends. And so uh, they just had some great chemistry together. A lot of that was improv, which I thought was kind of cool. Oh, there you go. Catch yeah. uh, O'Hara and improv. Yeah. She's really good at that. She's really good. I mean, that's why she always comes out in like those uh, those, those best in show right. movies. Yeah. With Michael um, McKean. And, uh, and b- before that, though, uh, uh, <laughs> when she's at the other airport and it's the old lady and her husband. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, Ted. Oh, 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 Ed. Ed. That's what it is. Oh, and Ed. and uh, she's like, is, is, uh, is that a real Rolex? Do like, you think it is? <laughs> no. But who can but, tell? But who can tell? <laughs> I love that line too. I love when she's like, from a mother to a mother. Oh, that was, that, that was good. Really that was crazy good. good. That's a really, really good line. And then she's got she's got some earrings. Oh, oh, oh dangly Whole ones. Box full of them, dangly ones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and okay, we can move on. I just yeah. to... <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, <laughs> yep. Yeah, so anyway, McCall they they stake out the place. Realize Macaulay is all by himself. Uh, and that's when we get the whole, you know, someone else got blown, you know, someone blew someone else away. <laughs> he says it twice. <laughs> he doesn't just say someone shot. So- no, they got, bl- he, he blew someone else away. Well, I mean, he did light the firecrackers, you know. Uh, <laughs> so it, it was a little more authentic. Oh, yeah. man. Uh, but, so, good. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, they stake it out, realize he's home alone, devise their plan. He overhears. So he decides he's got to make a plan. Uh, of course, he also goes to church. First to get some last minute uh i don't know oh, i, I guess he part. just needs some spiritual we're skipping strength. so much jerry we're skipping yeah. so much we have to we have to or it's gonna but, be two hours I, I long like, i like the part when uh when uh when when he's when they come to the the window uh-huh and they look at him and dad he's like, can you dad, come here and help me <laughs> it's so <laughs> fake can you come here and help me <laughs> and joe pesci just has that grin <laughs> he's home alone. He's home alone. The and, uh, roll the credits. Got to be there too. <laughs> alone. Roll the credits. <laughs> <laughs> That's a wrap. <laughs> but yeah, so he goes to the church. Old man Marley happens to be there. And sits down, and he's like, turns out to be really nice. And that's what well, they I, d- I like discuss. that part. I like that part when he comes up to him and he's like, <gasps> and then he's like, Merry Christmas. And he's like, uh huh. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The, look, the look on his face is just, is just priceless. <laughs> God, I love Macaulay Culkin. I do too. It's so good. Oh, it's, yeah. So yeah, the old man. Um, he's he's one of the best parts of the movie too. Uh, he is. Yeah. Without he's, without that part of like the the you know the learning and the moral lesson and and the growing, um, I think the movie would would fall short. It mirrors uh, Kevin's own growth because he's had to do his own laundry. You know, he was scared of the basement going down in there. But yeah. eventually he has to go down there to do his laundry, uh, which, you know, we get that whole, you know, the basement. Floor, oh, 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 oh. And he's like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we, we get that whole bit and uh, he's talking with Marley about everything about that he's been going through, you yeah. know, what he's been going through, how he was scared and he ended up facing his fears yeah and, you, know, you know he's like that's my granddaughter you know uh, one of the reviewers that i'm here 
<laughs> that's good. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> but he explains that it's because he and his son are estranged. They got angry, said some things they, they didn't mean, and right. you know, uh, haven't spoken since. And so he barely gets, he doesn't get to see his granddaughter anymore. And so this is like the only chance he gets watching a rehearsal. Right. While she's right. rehearsing for like the Christmas Eve you know, actual you know, mass or, or service or mass. whatever it is. I think it's Episcopal. It was an Episcopal oh, church okay. they shot. Okay. It might have been Lutheran, but it's anyway. Beautiful church, though. It was. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we get the beautiful song Star of Bethlehem, which is like, I think it kind of an underrated song. Somewhere in my memory got so much hype that Star of Bethlehem got overlooked. But I love, I actually like Star of Bethlehem better as a song. Wait, which one is that? Star of Bethlehem, shine. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay, so that's that's one of the songs they sing. They sing uh, uh, "A Holy Night." A Holy Night, also, which is gorgeous. It's a Carol of the Bells, a great rendition, and Carol of the Bells, which segs into his feud. Right. But, uh, essentially, they give each other courage. Him and, and Marley. You know, yes. Them to it's good male uh, encouragement. Yeah, yeah. Male positive, positive role model. Yeah, yeah. Positive male role models there, and so that's when he's like, you know, it's my house. I have to defend it. And he unveils his plans, <laughs> which I love. I love that he had time to create all plans and set up all these traps. Like these things. I mean, I I think they would take quite a while to set up, but somehow well, okay. he manages to do it. So the sun had already gone down. So yeah. it's probably at least five thirty or okay. six. Right. You can say that. Yeah. Okay. Let, then, let winter. So yeah, and it's it's in our time zone, uh, central. So by about five thirty, yeah, yeah, five thirty to six is when it would go down. Yeah. So you're right. Right. And then he was there at the church. For, had about three hours, I think. Okay, let's say three hours. That's a lot to do in three hours. That's a lot to do. In Unless three he hours. had already done some prep, maybe we didn't get to see. <laughs> That's true. Um, he could have already drawn those plans out. Yeah. <laughs> Like uh, before, in between, right? Overhearing them, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and got some stuff ready to go. You might um, have, yeah, yeah. But uh, my fr- my friend that I watched it with had, had had actually said every time he watches the movie, he's very frustrated and right. upset because he make he has the macaroni and he doesn't eat it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like oh my gosh, come on, dude. just take a it's bite. A highly nutritious bite. meal, and the people who sold it on sale. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I always hated that too. He never actually <laughs> So that means he probably had to go back and nuke it again after the Wed Bandits were arrested. Spoiler alert. <laughs> they get arrested. Many spoilers in this episode. I know. Oh, you... we, we never gave the disclaimer. All right, if you haven't seen the movie, <laughs> go watch the movie now. I think, I think it's too late at this point. <laughs> okay, yeah, you're right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, so then... Uh, so so he's coming up with the plan. The clock strikes, which is also is very. Uh, it's very. Uh, what, oh yeah, yeah, I love that. But uh, he he makes the. He's, Meanwhile, he's, the everything's ready. Going around the house. <laughs> yes, but okay. So then he finishes. He gets the macaroni ready. Yep. Then uh, the bell tolls. Tolls nine, and all of a sudden, oh, and so he like it's, it's very, time and... yeah, it's time for his fate now. <laughs> and um, and then they come, and and this you is no, you're like... in there, and that you're all alone. <laughs> oh no, I'm really scared. <laughs> <laughs> it's Santa Claus and his elf. <laughs> the faces they make. I love that. <laughs> 
is, is this <laughs> the so part great. where he puts his head uh where marv puts his head in the in the doggy door yeah is it marv yeah. or, I, I get i forget the names who's marv and who's harry Ma- marv is a tall one harry is is joe pesci okay yeah okay so marv puts his head in there hello <laughs> <laughs> we get that that line Okay, one of the top three lines, four lines in the movie. <laughs> Hello. Hello. And then he shoots him. Well, first, He's so calm. Because he shoots him with BB guns first. You know, he, they he like, shoots him in the crotch or the leg or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I can't do that. I can't do the Well, and Joe Pesci apparently found it so difficult to curse. I mean, he ended up having to make up his own, like, kind of cursed language like (laughs) 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 that's something i still do when i'm upset (laughs) (laughs) i think this movie has informed our lives Uh, (laughs) yeah (laughs) but yeah i mean we get like the great all these great traps where joe pesci goes around you know uh marv goes to the basement door he goes to the basement door instead of the back door Joe he, Pesci goes to the front. Joe Pesci goes to the front. Yeah. First of all, they both slip on the ice because he's he's poured like you know gallons of water on the the sidewalk, so it's all ice. So it's crazy slippery. Yeah. <laughs> Which, um, you know, we don't get a lot of snow here. Uh, we get a tiny bit, but mostly we get a lot of ice when mm-hmm. it does snow. And yeah, that's slippery stuff, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's the most uh, for us. That's when when they cancel school. Is yeah. when when there's ice on the road. Yeah, I mean, we're from the we south. We don't know how to it. drive in that stuff. We yeah. have no idea how to deal with that. <laughs> I, I love that bit, first of all. <laughs> and uh, the crowbar. Uh, uh, Marv is trying to open the thing with the crowbar. Oh yeah, yeah. It turns out it's open, but I love he like, <laughs> like like two or three times he like just jams it in the side and he's like, like trying to pry it open and <laughs> he's slipping around. He's like whoop, <laughs> falls so down. Pesci, Joe Pesci finally makes it. He goes to open the doorknob, but he had placed a, what is it like that? Like a, I don't even know what that is. A hot think, iron or. Yeah. Yeah. He places it there on the doorknob. So he burns his hand. And so he's got the M and, you know, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I can't hand. do the noises. <laughs> <laughs> the, the screams are like the best. Uh, <laughs> It makes me sound terrible, but you know what I mean. <laughs> it's like the most. That, oh my gosh, the M. Yeah, it looks so gross on his hand. Like, oh, <laughs> that sucks. Well, I love how Marv finally gets in, and he goes to turn on a light, and uh, he hears something <laughs> coming down, falling down the, the shaft. You know, and he opens it up, and sure enough, it's an iron that bops him in the face. <laughs> he's, he's got the imprints of the iron on his face. That's hilarious. <laughs> That is hilarious. That I love it because at this point, uh, all the heart and everything, and it, even for all that, it kind of devolves into just a Looney Tunes cartoon. <laughs> exactly. That's yes. That's what I'm saying. That's the like, brilliance of it. Yeah. There's there's little bits and pieces of cartooniness throughout the movie, but then this part, just straight up, like nobody's yep. dying. I, I'm um, pretty sure Harry would have a concussion, some brain damage, maybe. <laughs> no, he would be dead. Yeah. <laughs> his face, his skull would be cracked and his face yeah. would be crushed. <laughs> and that's a really smart trick, too. That, like, I would have never thought of that. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought of that either. A fake light. Like, but he, that's amazing. That wasn't the only thing he did. He also put tar on the steps. and even Oh, and that part's nailed. hard to watch. Oh, yeah. Stepping on a nail. Do some sandpaper there. And uh, he tarred that, you know, to the <laughs> to the step. And so... Marv, as he's going up, 
he, his shoes and socks are getting stuck. <laughs> that part, like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's it's tar, you know, it's sticky. So it's like getting stuck. So he has to take them off to keep moving and uh, it gets stuck. Uh, he steps on that nail. It goes right through his foot. And again, oh. another great scream. And he just like falls backwards down all those steps. Yep. Yeah, and then he gives up on, and he gives up on that. He so gives up. He decides he's, he's going to go through the window. Yeah, and then Harry, Harry at this point goes in through the back door. He goes, he goes back to the back. <laughs> and this is probably my favorite gag: is <laughs> the fire, the fire to the head. Yeah, and the shot of him close up and his face <laughs> just <laughs> as the fire is, and he doesn't like just immediately move. He stays there. Yeah. <laughs> it's the shock he's in shock his face is amazing it's like for me it's it's the best uh gag in the in the movie i love that gag and then he goes and he puts it he runs and puts his head in the snow (laughs) (laughs) which a similar thing happens to him in part two except he dips his head in the uh in the toilet toilet right right (laughs) does a handstand yeah so at this point um i start really understanding that these criminals are insane because I would have, why would they keep, I would have left already. I'm like, okay, not worth it. Uh, (laughs) My head literally like, I need to go to the emergency room. Uh, (laughs) I've got third degree burns on my head. Two of them on my hand, on my head. (laughs) I think the hand is just a second degree burn. Okay. okay, (laughs) I don't know. No, I Uh, don't know either. (laughs) Yeah, they're pretty much insane. So Marv goes around. He goes in through the window. He's like, Harry, I'm coming in. And he he breaks, steps on all the ornaments because he's barefoot at this point, which I love because he he plans it in such a way that they would have had to, it's only effective if they had actually gone in through his sequence. Uh, (laughs) Again, it's suspension of disbelief. I have to suspend my disbelief more in this than like Star Trek or Star Wars. And yet, I love it so much more than those. <laughs> yeah, it's it's Christmas though, so it's, it's that's fine. true. Yeah, uh, but so he steps on all the ornaments, you know, which were really just made out of sugar. It didn't hurt at all. But apparently, you know, in, in the movie, they're actually you know glass, like glass and stuff. And so yeah. he's like, ah, ah, <laughs> ow. Oh, oh. Mar finally, or excuse me, Harry at this point gets fed up, like bursts. He kicks down the door and. Uh, <laughs> He's like and when he's touching the when he's touching checking the handle. Yeah, before, yeah. <laughs> but, well, this is before, but he's like, I know you're in here, kid. He goes, <laughs> and, uh, it's too late for you now, kid. We're already in the house or whatever. <laughs> and uh, so Kevin has has set up another gag where you know Marv or excuse me, Harry goes through the 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 door, gets like some sort of saran wrap full of like glue, face <laughs> pulls it off, and then. And the feathers. As he goes forward, he's feathered. Yeah, the, a fan blows the feathers into his face, so he's essentially feathered. So, so uh, Marv got tarred. Harry got feathered. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and they meet each other. He's like, you know, you know, why the hell are your shoes off? Or he's like, why the hell are you dressed like a chicken? <laughs> and of course, Kevin taunts them to go upstairs, <laughs> and they slip on the micro machines. Another great gag. What does he? What does he say for them to go upstairs? I'm up here, your horses. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Wow, <laughs> something like that. Wait, the, okay. 
another thing, like every time he's talking to them, like it's so fake. Like everything he says is so fake. Yeah. And I, I don't know if that's just because he was a child actor or I don't know if that's uh, what he's supposed to be doing. Like if that's just his personality. Like, well, I, I know I that know. the line, you guys give up or you're thirsty for more, was actually improvised. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> By this child. Yeah. That's so impressive. What, what did you do when you weren't working on the film? Well, well, I, you know, I had to do school and everything. Right. And it's one of those pretend schools, though, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> because you're not really in class with the other kids, are you? Yeah. 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 You're just hanging out on the set. Yeah. Probably smoking. Were you smoking? <laughs> In the corner yeah, exactly, the sure. With the Teamsters. That's right. <laughs> eating donuts. Uh, yes, you were smoking and eating donuts with yeah. the Teamsters. Yeah. That's, that's just as good as any American education you'll get anywhere. Yeah, it's just, oh man, it's so good. And, uh, yeah. You know, so they, 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 do they, the, they go they, upstairs, they get yeah, bombed yeah. with the paint cans. Paint cans, classic, classic. One of them knocks Harry's uh, tooth out of his mouth. That's when we get the classic. Hey, ooh, you're missing some teeth. My, my gold tooth. My gold tooth. <laughs> <laughs> it's classic line. Uh, you did that so well. Oh, thank you. But of course, while that's happening, he, he Kevin goes into a room, calls the cops, sees him coming up the stairs finally. <laughs> and okay, here's the thing. It took me so long. I finally understand what, why he's like, he goes, my name, my name is Murphy. Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just thought he was just saying some random name i didn't understand like why but it's because the neighbors are oh, the, the murphys yeah <laughs> yes that is correct let's see i've 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 seen this so much as a kid and like i didn't really understand didn't so. question a lot yeah i get you. yeah now i get it yeah i just thought it was funny so he he of course goes back across um the landing there and, and they're starting to come up the stairs uh Harry, harry's about to get him but he trips marv kind of jumps over it and like catches his like the his pant leg he's like i got him harry i got him harry <laughs> but luckily and this is just one of those uh deus es machinas you know that we get uh, sure we have the, the tarantula great. He, it's a great setup actually was his tarantula. Really like he it. grabs him yeah i mean they, they kind of tease that he's been all around the house but it just luckily he's there within reach he grabs and puts him on uh <laughs> on <Harry's face. laughs> and we get like the greatest cinema scream of all time yeah amazing <laughs> And he like just kind of throws him, and I, I guess they really did put the tarantula on his face. Uh, sure. So yeah, I would totally scream as well. <laughs> that's yeah, that's freaky. Um, it's not it's not venomous though, right? No, Probably no. I, I think they took out the uh, the poison sacks, but anyway, it landed on on uh, Harry, and so so Marv <laughs> is gonna like kill it. He's got his crowbar. He's like, Harry, don't move. <laughs> yep and here's the here's the the Marv, cartoon comedy Marv? again yeah, <laughs> yeah this exactly, is this exactly. is the cartoon comedy <laughs> and so he yeah of course Marv. He, yeah, Marv, Marv, what are you doing and, but Don't he move he smacks him in the chest he's like oh. <laughs> he just gets up and takes the crowbar from him and just starts hitting starts him whacking him you don't like it <laughs> And but this gives Kevin enough time to go upstairs, 
and uh, go through, you know, take his little, I, don't, I mean, I don't even know what you call it. Oh, by the way, this is uh, one of my favorite things about the, the board game was that there was a, they had all the little gadgets. Oh, you could do it, yeah. I they had the that. little zip line. The zip line, that's what it's called. <laughs> they it's had the it in the board game, too, and you could take it to go to the treehouse. To the treehouse, yep. And <laughs> so that. he does, he takes it to the treehouse, and they're like, uh, you know, he taunts them, of course. <laughs> and uh, so, so they're like going to go back down. He's like, wait, 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 wait. That's what he wants to do. Get all tore up going through his fun house. Okay, no. <laughs> guys, he, guys. <laughs> This is possibly so, the worst decision that you yes, made. Yes, they, they decide to climb, decisions. to climb the rope. They're gonna, they're gonna. <laughs> they're gonna That's what he wants us to do. All the way to the treehouse, he cuts the rope. <laughs> exactly. they, I mean, they already knew like the egg, where they can exit and where they could enter. Enter. Yeah. They could have yeah. just gone back down. Like, there's no more. Like, I don't get it. He's not in the house anymore. Yeah. Well, they uh, don't know. You know, in their mind, he's got more fun traps for them. And so, <laughs> so, so they make that choice. Uh, he cuts it, and they, of course, hit the wall. Oh, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm glad. I know we're getting like crazy detailed, but this is like hey, the best part of the whole movie. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta get detailed. To it. What does he say? He's like, hey guys, look. Uh, what does he say? Um, He's like, doesn't he say something like, you guys give up? Watch this. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, yeah. Back, go back. <laughs> oh, man. He cuts it. They, of course, fall. And uh, they, they ran into the <laughs> into the brick wall. And yeah. Out, and there's <gasps> in the snow. <laughs> but they see him running into a house. He goes down into the cellar thinking they're going to follow him, but they right. don't. They go through the front door and uh, surprise yeah. him. So they catch him. They're about to do horrible things. You know, what are we going to do to him, Harry? Smash his face with an iron, you know, blow his head with a blowtorch, you know. And- yeah, yeah. Another thing that I that I never understood was why the water was, was why the basement was full of water. Because that was one of the houses they robbed. They right. The wet That's bandits. the house they were yeah, in. Their whole MO was that they would rob a place. Well... Harry's uh, excuse me, Marv's ammo, and he would leave the water running. Yeah, Harry it's didn't agree with card. it. Yeah, because Harry, was, I, I think Harry you're was sick. like, "Yeah, it's sick. Like, I just want to take their stuff. Like, he's actually doing extra damage to yeah. the house for like no apparent reason. For, for no reason, yeah. Which is, <laughs> and then later on, I mean, as the cops even point out when they come later on, great move, uh, leaving the water running. Now we know each and every house you hit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and uh, Harry's so upset. Yeah, yeah. Let's look. Easy on the head, pal. But uh, yeah, so they've got him. They they grab him and hang him up on like a hook, you know, like a, a coat hook or something. And so they're about to, I don't know, give him bite the business, off his I guess. They're about to bite off his fingers. Yeah, that's what um, uh, Harry wants to do when old man Marley shows up with his shovel and mm-hmm. whacks him on the back. And I guess... That was finally the thing after all that trauma that they've already endured to to knock him out. And yeah, well, it was an adult and... dealing with him at that point. Yeah, yeah. The adult knocked him out. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think a, a iron <laughs> to the face would do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, maybe you ever think maybe some of those booby traps were overdone in his mind? If we're maybe, getting a lot uh, of stuff true. through his, uh, although he wasn't down there, but you know, maybe yeah. everything is kind of through his point of view. Maybe, Maybe, I don't know. And then uh, Marley came and saved the day. All I know is he goes to bed, wakes up the next day, doesn't see anybody. Oh, and, and it's uh, it's real sweet. He uh, 
Oh he, yeah, because like, he the picture. Yeah, yeah. Oh well, by the way, yeah, uh, and we missed it. We skipped over, but he had visited a Santa. <laughs> yeah, and that's where this. And family asked, back. yeah, he's like, I don't want you know any presents this year. I just want, and he names, of course, all his family members. <laughs> and if you have time, my uncle Frank. <laughs> I, just I would want say my the, family. Back. I would say the same thing too. Yeah, and oh, he I got some too. some uh, those a little, little extra mints. mojo, little extra mojo. Oh, the, little, the little mints. <laughs> what are they called? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, Tic Tacs. Yeah, like like uh, the elves took all the candy canes home to her boyfriend. Uh, like no no he's like that's okay no 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 yeah everyone gets something when they see that. <laughs> <laughs> so he gives them some tic tacs yeah <laughs> but yeah so he asked he had asked essentially just for his family back because he realized that uh, family is important and he misses them and, and so they show up the next morning and right mom you know something that I also never understood was I only thought Buzz was his brother I didn't think he had any other brothers and sisters and no those now, that was that's like his family yeah uh, i understand it's the, the all the other competent the les incompetent uh-huh and, and the, the kevin you're so helpless uh-huh and, and pete uh, and pete. you're such a disease yeah yeah the pete and all, pete yep <laughs> five kids in that family oh man that's crazy i never understood that until this <laughs> time like all these things i never understood yeah um so anyway so yeah and then the mom the mom comes home, uh, and of course the the John Candy tries to uh, tries to soothe her when they're in the the U-Haul oh, yeah. or whatever. And <laughs> I left a, tells them about the funeral part. The funeral, yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, a, kids are resilient. Uh, you know, he was just fine uh, after uh, with the stiff six what weeks. Say with, you the know, he, with the corpse, with the corpse, with the corpse. You know, uh, after six weeks, he, you know, he started he, he talking started again. Started talking again. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, "Oh, let's." Let's stop talking about this. Well, well, you, brought brother, you brought it up. <laughs> well, I'm sorry I did. Yeah. <laughs> her voice. <laughs> I love yeah, her. Yeah, man. He, yeah. The, he, all his lines were improvised um, as well. I mean, they just—they're so good together. But so she comes <laughs> home. <laughs> um, she hugs him. He's like, "Where's everybody else?" She's like, "They can't." <laughs> sorry. You know, they they can't. Uh, they couldn't make it. And then they show up. Like, how do y'all get here? He's like, "Oh, we took that flight on Friday." <laughs> oh man that's that hurts yeah yeah. that hurts yeah but you know i think she did the right thing she did the right thing yeah um Uh, there's no way she could have known that buzz gives him a compliment about uh, it's pretty cool you didn't burn the place down and he sees (laughs) old man marley reuniting with his son and his granddaughter yep beautiful you're right and then we get the classic kevin what did you do to my room Which is actually the line that I want to do for. Uh, <laughs> oh, nice! Because <laughs> you remember, I remember how you did it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the 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 dad finds the tooth. Oh yeah, honey, what's this? Very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, we did in a the the John Candy. Um, another joke that i never really got was the uh you know oh we're no we're big in sheboygan and then sheboygan, he's like uh, yeah. you know we sold like uh what did he say like 500 something 500, or... like 500 copies <laughs> <laughs> something like that yeah that must be the tejano of uh, of, uh the... <laughs> Polka. <It's> yeah like... <laughs> <laughs> the tejano of the north the i mid, guess so the mid mid whatever it's called <laughs> these are our songs uh, <laughs> yeah. but uh so you know what would you say if you could and i know we could go on talking about it and we can give a bunch more trivia and everything but uh what would you say uh, would be your hap hap happiest memory or moment in this movie of of 
of, of uh, Home Alone. Of like a memory with it? Yeah, memory or moment, whichever you'd prefer. Uh, memory is just probably me, you, and David, and uh, just saying the lines. I mean, we just always said the lines. Yeah. All the time. And the, <laughs> the, the movie is just basically filled with one-liners. So, I mean, I don't know. Uh, that, that's my favorite memory. Uh, I, I guess there is also the, the it's cold outside. Uh, you're, you know, you're feeling uh, the heaters on watching Home Alone. Yeah, mine would be, I remember mom would put out the uh, the colcha, you know, the, the blanket uh, yeah. and put it on the floor and we'd all just kind of be sitting around and we'd yeah. put on some uh, uh, popcorn if we had any or if we didn't, we'd eat M&M cookies yep. know, and just watch it. And, oh, it was so good. And, and so good. you know, we did that a lot for different movies, but I really feel it in yeah. this movie. Yeah, this one was like special. Yeah, so, yeah, that's my happy, 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 happy nice. moment. Well, now we come to my favorite part of the show, which is a little segment I like to call Gag Me with the Spoon. Uh, I feel like the rest of the show we kind of did to the max already. So uh, so we'll do <laughs> Gag Me with the Spoon today. And so this is where we do our best impressions of our least favorite parts of the movie. And, uh, winner I'm not going to do bragging, least favorite. Just, but... just get bragging rights. Well, it doesn't mean you hate it. It just means it's your least favorite. <laughs> but it's but not as my least favorite let you, part. <laughs> okay, that's fine. I'll let you go first. I just have to do this line because I always did it. As you did kid. it. You always did it in such a, an abrupt. Uh, one of my things. Way. <laughs> one of the things is that when I would do impressions, they were always just like super exaggerated. Super exaggerated and didn't sound like it at all. <laughs> and uh, Jerry would always like get frustrated and say like That's not how, that's not how it sounds. Like that's what are you doing? Like that's not it at all. Like the like the, the, the take a shower skit from Saturday Night Live. It actually sounded like to take a shower but i would say take a shower <laughs> so anyway so here's the line it's buzz at the end of the movie saying kevin what did you do to my room but uh and jerry you can do the line actually afterwards but this no, is how that's I, okay I'll this leave, is I'll my rendition i'm gonna let it hang just sit in it for a bit <laughs> okay this is how this is how i heard it as a kid kevin what did you do to my room <laughs> It sounds hispanic <laughs> yeah i think it didn't used to be hispanic but it slowly became Mexican, but it used to just be like, Kevin, what did you do to my room? <laughs> That's nothing like it. I, I think I might win one for a change. <laughs> well, my least favorite part of this whole thing is Uncle Frank. Like, yeah. like I always hated Uncle Frank. And Agreed. so so uh, I've already kind of done it, but uh, this time I'm, I'm really going to give it some. Uh, okay. I'm really going to give it some gas here. Well, I'm excited. Uh, it's uh you know right after the 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 whole spilling milk scene he goes look what you did you little jerk <laughs> <laughs> nice oh man so good yeah you do them so good man it's, it's tough to compete with you <laughs> no no it's people, I love, the I, only reason that people don't pick you is because they don't want you to get a big head no no i don't think so i think generally <laughs> I, I, i'm just not that good at it but um i think uh you know it, it's one of those just one of those things that you got to try your best at these impressions and because uh, they mean a lot you know <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, heck it's yeah. something that means a lot so you do your best but yeah so uh in conclusion that does make me <laughs> oh uh, well i was just gonna that, say uh as a as a little wrap up uh we we barely scratched the surface on this movie, but uh, in my opinion, 
Uh, again, of course, we're always going to mention John Williams in all in all the movies, basically. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I I can't say for sure that it wouldn't be good without him, but I don't know. It it feels it feels like it wouldn't be good without his music. So that's number one. Number two, uh, the charm of this little boy. Uh, I I just I'm so amazed that this little boy has this this charm that he can improv lines, like you said that he has these crazy screams and these uh, facial expressions. Uh, sometimes he deadpans. I mean, sometimes it, it, like he, he sounds like, I don't know. It's just, he's amazing. So I, I really feel like that, that is uh, they struck gold with him. A little bit. Uh, a little bit. And then uh, a great ensemble cast of some great actors, uh, you know, Catherine, Kath, Kathleen O'Hara, uh, the guy who played the dad who passed away, God rest his soul. John uh, yeah, and uh, so many other great actors. Joe Pesci. I mean, it's just amazing. And then on top of it, these little tiny roles with crazy, uh, again, weird actors. <laughs> it's amazing. It's just amazing. So I love the movie. It's a very charming movie. And uh, one of my top three uh, Christmas movies of all time. For sure. But that does make me, uh, I, I do have to ask you then, uh, you know, G.I. Joe taught us that knowing is half the battle. What would you say is the other half? Am I going to go funny here? Or am I going to go? <laughs> I always go funny. <laughs> I know. That's why I always feel bad because I, I, I don't want to give like a good it. one, a serious one, and then you're going to steal the show with the funny one. <laughs> uh, so I guess the other half of the battle is when you have a blowtorch putting flames to your head and burning your hair off. Don't stay there for like five <laughs> seconds or six seconds. That's good advice. Yeah. <laughs> Don't freeze in shock. In other yeah. words. <laughs> That's definitely a time for flight. Yes, I agree. No, not fight, not freeze, but flight. <laughs> well, that's definitely better than mine. <laughs> mine is... Uh, so knowing this half the battle, the other half is befriending a kindly old neighbor so he can use his shovel to protect you. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. In our case, it'd be Tony. Tony. Yeah. <laughs> Tony would totally do it. Yeah. Oh man. Good neighbor. Heck yeah, dude. Heck yeah. Love Tony. So Danny, final thoughts? Well, uh, I just, I just summed them up uh, a while ago, but yeah, it's just a, it's just a really charming movie. It's well done. Lightning in a bottle. Um, I love it. I don't know what else to say about it uh, unless you guys want to have a second episode, which we definitely will have uh, probably, I'm sure, yeah, Lost we, in New York. Yeah, we got to do part two. And, and then, then we have one just part on the three. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say, cut that, please. Cut that. <laughs> it ends on part two. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, Danny, thanks again for, for coming on. It's always fun talking with you. Yeah, no problem. No problem. I had a blast. And so on that note, I'm I'm going to end it by saying, hey, I'm going to give you to the count of 10 to get your ugly, yellow, no good keister off to check us out on our social media pages, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you're feeling like Kevin embracing his mom on Christmas morning, leave us a review on iTunes. Not only does it help us reach more people, but you also get a free sticker. Later, dudes. When the McAllister family left on their Christmas vacation... Did we miss the flight? No, you just made it. Yeah! 
they forgot one small thing. Have yourself. I've had a terrible feeling. Christmas. Did you lock up? Yeah. Do we set the timers on the lights? Mm-hmm. What else could we be forgetting? Our troubles will be ours. Kevin! Ah! Home alone. Police in the northern suburbs are on the lookout for a pair of burglars who are calling themselves the Wet Bandits. We know that you're in there. It's Santa Claus. And it's Elf. Get off my property. This is my house. I have to defend it. Where's your mother? My mom's in the car. Where's your father? He's at work. What about your brothers and sisters? I'm an only child. Where do you live? Can't tell you that. Why not? Because you're a stranger. He's a kid. I mean, what can a kid do to us? Kids are stupid. I know I was. You still are, Mark. This is it. Ow! I don't care if I have to get out on your runway and hitchhike. I am going to get home to my son. Why'd you dress like a chicken? Gus Polinski, Polka King of the Midwest. If you have to get to Chicago, we'll gladly drive you. Hey, guys. Yesterday, he was just a kid. Ah! But tonight, he's a home security system. You guys give up or you're thirsty for more? From John Hughes. You know, I got a feeling this is going to be your best Christmas ever. A family comedy without the family. Home alone. Are you here all alone? I'm eight years old. You think I'd be here alone? I don't think so. I'm Chris. I'm Brian. I'm John. Together, we host the Yuletide TV podcast, where we're on the quest to find the best Christmas TV episodes ever made. On our podcast, we'll recap the episode, share a little bit of our own holiday memories, and go down a few non-Christmas tangents. And at the end, we'll let you know if what we watched is a Christmas classic, a lump of coal, or something in between. Best of all, you can watch along with us, because we only cover episodes that are readily available on major streaming services. We like our eggnog spikes, so get ready for some hot takes served with a healthy dose of Christmas cheer. Tune in for our Season 2 lineup reveal on November 2nd, and then look for new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from November 23rd, which is legally Thanksgiving, until Christmas Day. Our podcast may not be for everyone, but no matter what, we're glad you're alive.